there's so much conversation happening about self-love, but what about self-awareness? Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed therapist, online mental health coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Are you ready? Let's do this. I will be the first to admit that I love the idea of loving yourself, of looking in the mirror and saying, damn, I look good. I love this body of feeling your feelings and saying, those are valid. I deserve to be heard of respecting yourself and treating yourself with kindness and compassion. I am the biggest fan of that shit. It's powerful. It's beautiful. It's amazing. And I think there is so much more to our experience, our journeys here on earth as human beings than this pressure to love ourselves, to love every part of yourself and accept the way you are as this is how it is, okay? And I want to dig into that today because I want you to be able to love yourself with eyes wide open because I don't think you need to love every part of yourself. There are some parts of myself that I don't love, in fact, and that I'm actively working on changing. And you might say, like, well, Jacqueline, that's your mental health and that's stuff that you've been through. Like, love yourself through it, bro. I'm like, no. Mm Mm-mm. That was my best Chad impression. And if you guys know the Chad voice, I think I crushed it. I don't have to love myself 100% of the time or every single aspect of who I am. That's not realistic, nor do I think it's healthy. Now hear me out. When I am a passive-aggressive asshole to my husband because I'm anxious or I'm moody or I'm having a bad day, do I need to still love that part of myself? No. Because if I love that part of myself, what motivation is there to address it, to own my shit and make changes that are going to improve not only my health and well-being, but the health and well-being of my relationships. If I just write off the fact that, hey, sometimes I get moody and I'm going to be a passive-aggressive, sarcastic asshole to people, and I love that about myself, I'm going to ruin relationships. That lack of self-awareness is not love. Love is... Seeing the realities and working hard to make improvements and changes where needed. When your partner continuously leaves the cap off of the toothpaste and it gets dry and crusty and you can't even revive it and you end up throwing it away. 
Are you going to just choose to love them for that? Or are you going to respectfully ask them to put the fucking lid on the toothpaste <laughs> so this doesn't keep happening? We need to stop the obsession over loving every single aspect of ourselves. We are allowed to feel neutral, indifferent, motivated to change when we look inward. You are even allowed to feel angry, disappointed, upset about certain parts of who you are. I used to pride myself on being a people pleaser as if it were this superior achievement. Like I had reached the next level of being a good human because fuck what I wanted or needed. Let me just take care of everybody else. When the truth is, I don't like that version of Jacqueline. I for sure don't love her. She has no boundaries. She is manipulated easily. She is taken advantage of. And she becomes resentful and pushes people away because there's not a healthy mutual dynamic. So I certainly don't love that version of myself. Do I understand why I developed people-pleasing behaviors throughout my life? Absolutely. I completely understand why my brain went into that way of surviving to navigate my childhood and my upbringing. However, it no longer serves a purpose. So I don't have to love that side of me just because I understand where it came from and why I am that way. I'm allowed to say, I don't really enjoy the version of me who falls back into people-pleasing behaviors. I would much rather be the strong, confident woman who sets firm boundaries and sticks up for herself and clearly expresses her wants and needs. That's who I'm striving to be. So... When you're looking at this whole self-love movement and this pressure to just love all parts of yourself and accept yourself where you're at and like love yourself before someone else can love you, that shit's bogus. That's so surface level. There's no depth and understanding to that kind of sentiment. And I have been that person before, like I've literally, I guarantee you can find the receipts in this podcast of me preaching self-love and accepting yourself. And, you know, it's okay. We evolve, we change, we learn, we grow. I now know better. I don't have to love all parts of myself. It's okay for me to even dislike certain parts of myself, my personality, my behaviors, because that allows me to look inward and make changes without being in this state of self-righteousness saying, I love all parts of myself and fuck you if you don't like it. Like, no, when people are giving me feedback, when people say, hey, you're coming off as blank or um, the way we're interacting isn't really working for me right now, I'm able to reflect and say, how is my behavior, my mood, my communication impacting this relationship right now how does it make me feel when we're interacting in such a way because like 
going back to my passive aggressive example, when I'm sarcastic and rude and being indirect in my commentary to my husband, let's say, I don't feel good about that person. She does not make me feel good. She feels rude. She feels hurtful. She is not the soft place to land that I want to be for my husband. And that motivates me to make changes, to speak to him more respectfully, more directly, more assertively. And if I was just like, well, take it or leave it. This is who I am. Come on, y'all. We can do better than that. We can have awareness and insight to change some of these behaviors. Not just because it'll improve our relationships, because it makes it us feel better. Do you genuinely feel good when you're being a sarcastic ass to your partner? Probably not. Like in the moment, it might feel good to get that jab in and make them feel a type of way because you're mad and you need to express that anger. But that's not who you're trying to be. That's not the kind of example you're trying to set for the people around you. You want to be an effective communicator, someone who can confidently and firmly yet calm and respectively say what they want and need. That's who you're striving to be. So I think it's okay that we don't necessarily love or even like all parts of ourselves. Because when you behave in a certain way that doesn't feel good to you, It motivates you to look inward and change and say, wow, what am I doing in this situation and how could I be doing it in a more effective manner to improve the way I feel about myself and my relationships with others? It's even as simple as like, I don't like who I am when I get road rage. When I'm driving down the road and I'm, you know, honking my horn or throwing my hands up at people who are driving too slow or, you know, cutting me off or whatever the situation might be. Like, I don't like that version of me that is, has an automatic reaction. And she's like, what the fuck, man? Like, what are you doing? Is this your first day driving? You know, like, God, whatever. I don't even know what I say in those moments, but it's, it's an automatic response. I don't like that part of me. I certainly don't love it, but am I supposed to try and just love that and accept that that's who I am? No. This is what I'm saying. You're allowed to be motivated by those behaviors to say, okay, I'm going to handle this differently next time. Or here's what I'm going to do moving forward. Because that part of me does not make me feel good. You can do this with all kinds of things in your life. If you're willing to reflect on the way you live on your interactions, on your behaviors, on your feelings. Looking inward is so powerful. You will gain so much insight into the amazing qualities and traits that you already possess and those that could use some fine-tuning. This 
deep desire that we have to love ourselves and be loved exactly the way that we are does not leave room for self-exploration and growth. If you want to be loved exactly as you are right now, that means you do not plan on changing. It's okay to love yourself for your potential, for your growth opportunities and the work that you're going to put in. Same as with a partner. I guarantee when you choose to do life with another person, you don't love everything about them. Maybe they chew with their mouth open. Maybe they get angry and shut down and are are difficult to communicate with. Whatever it might be, you probably don't love all aspects of that. But why do you stay with them? Why do you keep fighting to make it work? Because you see the potential. You see the opportunity to grow together. So when you are like, I need to love myself exactly as I am, or I want other people to love me and accept me exactly the way that I am, you are not opening the door to opportunity for self-improvement, self-expansion, and evolving into the next best version of yourself. So that's what I want you to think about when it comes to self-love. It's not cute. It's not baths and getting your nails done and you know pampering yourself okay self-love is deep raw honest conversations about where you're at what's working for you and what's not working so well where changes need to happen and where your life demands growth from you love hanging out with you guys so much thank you for sharing part of your day with me it means the absolute world i know this is a lot to take in i'm proud of you for being here and i can't wait to see you in the next episode